What's good, people who live in the world and out of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth. As always, we back with another podcast, y'all. And this one is a pretty interesting one. Um, it's... Um, so today we're talking about the topic is my problem, your problem, or our problem. So, uh, many times in a relationship or dealing, well, yeah, mostly in a relationship. Alright, music, but um, a lot of the time, you know, um, there's baggage. We come in, we come in a relationship with baggage, and um, you know, a lot of the times we we have problems that um, a lot of people, you know, they like to deal with by themselves. Well, first of all, let's let's address let's address this. Who um what's the different type of problems that, you know, can occur within uh nigga more on like a serious I mean hella toast is serious. But I'll just say I mean if your if your girl and dude got halitosis, how do you deal with that? Listerine. All the time. Shit, you gotta put bleach in your tongue. Or they got, uh, you trying to kill niggas. You trying to kill niggas. That's nigga. Well, you gotta brush that shit on out. That nigga said, hit the trunk, swallow bleach, some clots. Shit. But, um, let me ask y'all a question. So, um, who comes with more baggage in a, uh, in a relationship? I mean, that's just the But, it kind of depends on your lifestyle before the relationship. Mm-hmm. Somebody might be emotionally closed off. Somebody might be physically closed off. Many different things. Uh, but yeah. I typically, typically, the W. Yeah, the W. Normally, women, because I mean, I believe women. I believe women normally go through a little bit more emotionally. So I feel like man. You think so? Yeah. Well. That's, that's, that's why I feel I like men, men repress more. Yeah. And all of a sudden, when we have that woman that we're cool with, that's when it all seems to come out. Um, so we have issues. we just been sitting on them for a minute. We may deal with them a little easier and mm-hmm. faster, but I think it seems like we, we bring a lot to the table. But at the same time, it still depends on your your life and your health, of course. I mean, I get that um, as far as saying, like, men, we hold more in. Um, but uh, to be honest, is that a is that a bad thing for us? To hold stuff in? Yeah. 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 And at the... But, the, but the thing is, though, because in rebuttal, um, would you rather have somebody hold it in, you know, then um, get to a point of comfortability... Then rather, you know, them letting it out because uh, women, majority women have more of that, you know, let you know their story in the beginning. 
Yeah. You know, uh-huh. they they don't gradually. I mean, they'll tell you their most recent story in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I, other stuff will gradually come in. But you know, us. Um, I don't want to say we're mysterious, but um, we repress. Yeah, exactly. And we don't we don't truly talk about much. Like me, I'm a person. If you ask me about it, I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask me, I'm not gonna tell you. So, um, yeah, cause I mean, cause you can see what I'm saying. Like that can low key hinder you because is that a red flag to you when like you meet some, meet a female and she lets you know her story, boom, right then and there. Not exactly. That depends on the details. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and I told you on this, I didn't tell you, Dino, but, um, I, I met up with a female I met at uh, the, the beach, and me and her, we conversed, we was talking, we went out, and she was like, you want to come back to my crib? I'm thinking I'm going to smack cheeks. You feel me? So uh, I go back to the crib. We in the room, sipping on some water. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing too harsh. I that H2O. You got to hit that batter with that water. But, um, you know, in midway conversation, she knows I, had a, I have a YouTube page. Uh, for the brand, mm-hmm. and she was like, I want to start a YouTube page just like yours, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, I'm glad I inspired you, like, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about, mm-hmm. and she was like, and mind you, this is like our first meetup after I initially met her at the beach, mm-hmm. um, she was like, oh, I want to uh, talk about how I was molested for seven years by my stepdad, oh, and I was like, whoa, like, whoa. like the whole time oh. I mean, like, I and I'm not, it's, 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 you know, she was doing it for more, like, encouragement, inspiring people. Yeah. To open up about their story, but uh, me, personally, I, I wasn't trying to be insensitive to it, but all sexual, you know, feeling left my body. I was like, <laughs> I, Yeah, you going to, like, a little Yeah, and I asked her specific questions just to make sure, like, you know, like, I was like, yo, um, so does that experience with your stepdad affect your, you know, your, your interaction with males, you know, sexually? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, like sometimes I get in those, those modes where like I'll push them off and, and get distant or whatever. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. And like I said, it wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to be insensitive or anything, but, like, if that situation, you come across a situation like that, is that something that you see as, like, a red flag, like, maybe I should stay away, or is it something that, like, I can handle that, I can attack that, I can help her with that? Uh, it depends. Uh, I want to kill it, brother. Uh, I I just say it depends. Uh, <laughs> there's certain things you you know that's it kind of stuff that they have to work on. You can be a supporting man, yeah. You can stay by their side, but at the end of the day, if they're not willing to you know accept you, or if they're still, I believe there are certain things that like though I can be like a somewhat of a therapist. I'm someone you can talk to. I'm not a therapist. So I'm sorry, I'm not somebody that can, yeah, certain things I, I can't help you with. Yeah. And 
so I can just do my best. I'm not, I don't think I would just dip like real quick, but I would I would probably wait maybe like a, a couple months and see how it goes. See if like you know if we're progressing. If I see obviously mm-hmm. I see the progression, then there's something there. But if I don't see it, um, and I think I would probably respectably bow it out. Because uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's uh, though you some people might call you shallow for it. It's it's at the end of the day is um, it's it's comfortability, mm-hmm. but it's also like uh, longevity. Yeah, yeah like and, yeah. and two, I feel like I'm not become, my wife's not comfortable with me touching her. I'm like, what? <laughs> On top of that, <laughs> I feel like people don't um, people don't consider like yes, that is that person's situation, but. As you being their significant other, you yeah. take on their emotion. Yeah. So when they're not feeling good, you ultimately are not feeling good, and you know they're they're depressed and gloomy. You trying to be their help, but you also take that in, yeah. and um, it begins to weigh you down. And mm-hmm. it, like you said, the longevity in the situation. It's like yes, we have patience. Yes, we have time, but. It, it's it's a tough situation because yeah. it's like that shit's heavy because it's like I do want to stay here and help you but also like I have needs and wants too and I yeah. don't have the facilities to help you exactly yeah. and if we're not taking necessary steps for you to get any help because I can't like you say you're not the therapist and you can't only be the only source of help she gets mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, think, I think it's about desire too because you have to, you have to desire or want to be in the situation in general. Yeah. So it depends on how much you actually desire growth from that person, and how much. Because I think if you're with somebody for a long enough time, you might not be like naturally an empath. But if you're with somebody for a long enough time, and as time progresses in your relationship, you get empathetic to that person's emotions. So, like you were saying, it will start to weigh you down mm-hmm. if they don't seek some sort of help because you start to feel when they're down, when it's kind of, when they're in a drag for the day, you kind of feel like you're in a little bit of a drag for the day. And you can't understand why because it has nothing to do with your emotions, mm-hmm. but it has everything to do with theirs. Exactly. So, I think that's why it's vital for, um, I think Will Smith said it when there is no, uh, Will and Jada were talking. And they were saying that I'm not responsible for your happiness, mm. whereas you have to bring your own happiness into the relationship. We can come together and be happy together, but if you're unhappy with something, it's not my 100% responsibility to fix that for you. You need to find a way to be happy. And, uh, that doesn't mean cheat, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exclude that. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. you know. <laughs> nah, that's a different level. That's yeah, that low on cheat. <laughs> now we're going to different boundaries. And like they said, even therapists need therapists. So mm-hmm. it's like, even though I'm there, you know, taking on what you got, like, I'm going to need help mm-hmm. dealing with your shit. So, um, yeah. Oh, Go ahead. But I'll say, like, even noticing, like, how y'all saying, like, it weighs in on you. And I know that from personal experience. Like, female have going through that syndrome, man, it's, it's different. Because 
you can't really make that person get out that mode. Mm-hmm. Once they go in it, it's like they're 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 swallowed in it. So it's like you gotta let them almost be. Even then, it's like, damn, you feel like shit because you're like, damn, I want to say something. I want to do something. I remember even trying, but the person will hit you back with, hey, you don't understand. Of course I don't understand. I haven't went through that. But I want to. I want to, yeah. And it's like, as a guy, you want to always try to understand the person you find as your potential significant other in the future as Mm -hmm. a, to like try to understand them as Mm -hmm. much as possible because that's the person you plan on being with. But through that experience, it taught me one lesson that, yeah, like, the person do need help beyond the individual, but also it's the, you would think it becomes a you problem. Most will say, yeah. Most females and guys, where they say, well, yeah, it becomes a you problem once you find out, but no. It's more so a them problem because it's like, okay, that experience, you have to find a way eventually to over, like, see something greater than Pass, see, pass. It's gonna be hard, yeah. But that's where you're gonna need professional help and a supporting key group around you, not crews, friends. Uh-huh. And that's the number one thing where I see most women struggle when they go through that type of trauma. Is they don't have the right support group with them. Because I, as a man, can only be so much supportive. Yeah. And women always say, well, that's they they write it off like that's what I'm supposed to do. That's what women think. So versus their friends, their friends is most times most times chicks listen to their friends most of the time. So True. as long as they have a good support group and friends, that can also help out. But they do need help. I'll say for the most part, that shit mm-hmm. experience, man. It it fucks with everything, including your sex life, because you start treating that person consciously. You're like, yo, I don't want to do this wrong, cause or say this because it might be a trigger word, I don't know the whole experience, so, and it, it fucks with you, it's like, yo, uh, shit, I don't want to, it makes you too conscientious in the bedroom, yeah. where if she says no, you don't know, actually, that's a no-no, or that's like a, a joking around, because now you're taking it serious, Yeah. so it, it makes you think too much, especially in the era we end with me too, and all this, you don't want to be a victim of that shit, mm-hmm. as a guy, so it's like, well, she says no, I'm just sticking with that fucking no, because you should have said yes if it was what you wanted. But, uh, hey. But, yeah, that's my take on that. It's, it becomes sexually frustrating on the other individual of that person. I'll say in the most case now. Uh, Saba has a song said, I'm in love with broken girls. Would you guys agree that majority of the women in this world are broken in some type of way. Uh, I'm going to choose my words. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start off. Yeah, I believe yeah, everybody's it's like a famous quote. We're all broken. We're just trying to all find ways to put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. We all kind of, once we mature, we become broken. Go through relations, we become broken. But there's a different type of broken for, like, for God, for the, the males. I don't know if we, I don't know if you guys use the word broken, um, but. Uh, I don't think I'm broken. No, nah, I don't either. And, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like I, 
I'm welded. <laughs> no, but, yeah. that's good. He, he's confident on him. <laughs> um, I have been like, I say maybe scarred, but it's 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 a scar that's been healed. But as far as like broken, like you know, uh, broken to the to the point where like you know uh, a trigger of events can happen to where like you know I'm I'm entering this state of depression or whatever it is, I feel like um, women experience a type of brokenness, not even going in that aspect, uh, the deep, that deep aspect of like, you know, being molested or raped or anything, but as far as like, just like heartbreak, Mm -hmm. you know, um, they put themselves in a position to where you know, they put themselves out here. And, like, that's touching on another thing. That just sparked a memory. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's still on the broken part. Do you feel like girls being broken? Um, one, does being broken mean they're vulnerable? Just yes or no real quick, because I'm going to add something else. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Okay. So, um, does does them the lack of a father, because we know, um, we know that uh, the father is supposed to be your first love in a in a in a female's life. Um, your father is really supposed to uh, educate you on the I guess you could say etiquette of a of a man and how a man is supposed to carry. There you go. Perfect word. And um, them having a lack of that, like the word we use, daddy issues, do you feel like that affects them to where they're more vulnerable to be, they're more susceptible to being broken easily, or, you know, they have a certain type of behavior that is easily taken advantage of? Yeah. I think it depends on what type of father they have. Like, if it was an absentee father, then, yes, to an extent, because they're looking for that father figure, so mm-hmm. it makes it easier for men to access. But if it was a father that was maybe they had their father, but their father wasn't very expressive, mm-hmm. then no, because they're probably going to take their father's stoic attitude as that people are naturally stoic, so I don't really need to express too much, I don't need to show too much. So it's going to be harder to access them because they're not showing much to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you can't really assume for their emotions or you can't really um, take their emotions and say, well, oh, yeah, she likes me. Or, oh, yeah, she wants me. She's not going to give you easy access. So it, it does depend on what type of father they they had. Yeah, I'm going more on the, the, the bad fathers. I know... Like dead beats, dead beats, absent. Those girls are, in my opinion, uh, respectfully, they're a little bit. They're they're complicated, but they're a little bit more easier mm-hmm. to. And I tend to see that they get hurt more. And are they easier to read? Yes, very mm-hmm. easy. Um, and sound like a jerk, but yes, very easy to read, and you can take advantage, I, I don't, because I feel like uh, I would feel bad, but uh, I can, if I wanted to be a douchebag and do things like that, I could, I mean, 
Because to me, it's, all you got to do is nobody's, uh, let's, let's just say, an example of fathers there. I mean, absent fathers not there. Um, you don't really have a lot of male love around you. So the first male that comes up and show you love, tell you that you're beautiful, uh, things like that. It's, it's just way yeah. easier to get and in there. That usually juice sparks at a younger age. At a younger age, and then... Uh, then versus the woman that has her father tell her she's beautiful every day. She's like, okay, all right, what else? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. What else? <laughs> and then yeah, they'll, you know, obviously they'll take your compliment, but it's it's not as easy as with a girl father that's not there. Yeah, I'll say in most part, uh, even though it's the father, I believe it plays both parts on parents, even the mother, because when you think about it, if the mother had like how Todd was got an absent father, mm-hmm. usually some, most women will say, well, the man ain't shit. So, I mean, I'll tell you, tell the daughters that, too. The daughters grow up with, like, first they'll experience, like what Todd said, experiencing the dude that tells them that affection, that love and stuff, and they'll go with it. And then when that dude breaks their heart, then they start adapting the personality of the older mom, mm-hmm. which man ain't shit. So they go on with a mentality, and that's when they bark on more of a fem- feminism type of behavior. Well, I could do it without a man and all this. It leads to a, a broken face because off of one trauma. Yeah. And sadly enough, that's what most people generalize everyone off of one trauma. Yeah. Sadly enough, not by multiple. Like men, we go through multiple traumas. Ain't just one, and we kind of still try to find a way to push through, even though through the experience. And like, it takes a lot for a man to actually break. If you notice, like with male suicide rate, when a man actually commits suicide, he's going to commit. Compared compared to a woman, I mean, yeah, they'll do it, but usually they do it for attention. They start, they say, announce it almost. I'm going to do this. They're looking for attention at that moment. Like someone to, they're looking for someone to like try to guide them. And you that, know what I noticed? Is you uh, touching on that? I just want to add real quick. Um, I've, and this is just, you know, just from observation. Maybe, you know, you guys see something else, but I don't really see guys cut themselves. No, we don't. We commit to suicide. Act. They do. I've never seen it. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, you know what I'm well, dudes, it's a it's an actual pain. We want to relieve the pain. Women is just is that, but also for attention too. Oh, guys, we're grown to mm-hmm. not receive attention much, so we don't do things out of attention. I I, I believe that's problematic. I wouldn't say that. Uh, in in terms of them doing it to seek attention. I mean, there might be those rare cases of that, but it's mostly a, just a selfish act. It's just for them. So I wouldn't say that it's a, a ten- attention-sinking thing. It's to ease wow. the, the pain that they're going through at the time because that's the only option that they feel like will mm-hmm. relieve the pain that they're going through. Yeah, yeah, I hear both sides of the story, so I'm just going off of what I support. Mm-hmm. The uh, most part scenario, this is why I always say, like, the actions are always going to be different. Because when a woman does something versus a man, it's totally measured differently. Because when's the last time you ever warned someone as a dude that I'm going through some real traumatic shit? You usually kind of keep it to yourself. Especially if you're a guy that, you know, you're not you're not trying to throw out your best because, you know, 
as us men, we're told to usually, and we have this mentality of keep it to ourselves. That's what makes us men. Uh-huh. We telling too much of your problems make you a bitch mentality. And women, of course, they say all the time in relationships, oh, yeah, I'll t- express yourself, but they don't really want you to express yourself. It's just, it's usually just something because when you try to, eh, it's ignored a little bit. That's why as men, we're mostly, we're internalized. We do more internalizing. That's why I say the women, they express more. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see the differentiator of suicide between the two, one's expressed before the action. The other one is kept to himself and the action is shown. Yeah, it just you'd be like, shit, Carl just killed himself. He didn't tell and no signs will be shown. They're not gonna show you like, hey, I'm depressed, I'm unhappy. They actually just we just put a smile on that the world wants to see. And then when we go into that little dark place, lights out. But I think I think um, just to add to that, you touched on on another pretty important thing because uh, you were saying earlier with females and their friends, it's it's really important for them to have good friends. But at the same time, I think for men, I think it's even more so important to have good friends and people who understand uh, uh, what a healthy male mindset should be and allow you to express and allow you to be open because when you have friends that you can express yourself around you don't internalize as much and then you don't have to worry about this consistent okay well if i say this uh, i'm going to be humiliated or i'm going to be i'm going to have a level of femininity to me to where i I can't i can't be masculine anymore you kind of throw that idea out of the window because you realize at the end of the day, like, hey, I can express myself, I can go through what I'm going through, and I can do whatever I need to do, I can talk to my homie, he's right here, we can discuss it and understand, we can be problem solvers, like we were talking last, in the last podcast, our men are naturally problem solvers, Mm -hmm. we can be problem solvers together, rather than bashing each other, Mm -hmm. then I think we get to a deeper level of masculinity and what it actually is and what it should be. Um, and same whereas women if it's um, basically goes back to iron sharpening iron if a a woman is healthy in her mindset and she understands that hey I'm going through this I need to express it this way or I just need someone to talk to and she has the right friend group I think that makes all the difference between being broken and being in progress whereas you you know you have this trauma, but you're actively going and figuring out ways to where you can get your pieces back together or you can get back into your own power. And I think that's that's what's important um, among amongst friend groups is if you have friend groups that sharpen each other. Because sometimes you may be missing a piece that you don't even realize you're missing until your homie points out. Well, hey, maybe because of this, so this event in your life spark this and that's why you're having this problem so maybe if you, you thought about it this way then it would be interesting or it, it would be it would be better for you or you would figure out a way to, to solve the issue that you're you're going through and to an extent women do the same thing whereas if you if women are talking about a relationship then if you have a healthy mindset versus a broken mindset if 
your homegirl has a healthy mindset, she's going to say, well, hey, maybe if you guys did this, then maybe that would fix the problem. Whereas that broken mindset is going to tell you, well, okay, he needs to do better then. Like, he needs to do this, he needs to do that, when it's not always on just one person. Yeah. I agree. I agree because, and I, including on, I add on to the plaintiff's part is like, because I remember uh, with my ex, he only had one friend told him that, mm-hmm. a good, good point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you say would be the issue because you kind of need to surround yourself with people. Yeah. Because one person is one opinion mm-hmm. that you trust, but it's not enough. It's almost becomes it's like you need. And that's that's like also like the kind of a sad tale in some people because if they don't have multiple, they only just got that like small problem with one person they know that they feel like they can trust. What happens? That person's a little too occupied. Yeah. Then you have really no one to actually express this all to. And that's where I'll say it's important to even so try to look for a group that you can relate to. I don't care if it's like you're a grown age, like you need support. And that's mm-hmm. why that's why I always say I hate the number one thing I've been in, that organizations try to embark on. I would say most part is that independent mindset. Mm-hmm. Like you should do it all you should be capable of doing it all on your own. Or like how that Republican mindset uh lifted up by the bootstrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody can do that. It's mm-hmm. not because you didn't do it by the bootstrap to begin with. You need support. Mm-hmm. You need people to be there for you. And it's a group of people, not just one. One is cool, but what happens when that one is occupied? Where's the rest? Exactly. You're back to yourself. Now yeah. you're going to be like, damn, I can't rely on this one. Now you're going to be less expressive to that one and it's digression stage. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to have multiple people to go to mm-hmm. that you can trust. I use a, I use a plug analogy. Whereas you, you don't, anytime you go into a house or a plug outlet analogy, where anytime you go into a house, no one has just one outlet. People exactly. have multiple outlets around like the that. house. And then if, say, you, you take your phone, you're trying to charge your phone, you put it into an outlet that's working properly, then obviously you're going to get some juice in your phone. You're going to get some more power. But if you put it into an outlet that's not working, you're only going to lose energy. You're only going to lose power. Yeah. You're not going to get anything from that outlet because that outlet has nothing to give you. Whereas the outlet that's working properly, it can afford to give you and function by itself also. Right. Mm-hmm. Facts. I like that. I like that analogy. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga going to use outlet. <laughs> my nigga, are y'all my outlet? <laughs> no, homo? <laughs> um, so... Going into uh, timing, because, um, like they say, time heals everything. And um, also, with time, there has to be patience. And with patience, you know, we have a certain level that we, we, um, we have a certain level that we can top off at, you know, uh, so going into a situation to where like you're dealing with a a female that um had a previous relationship that was very significant and you can clearly see that you know personally 
you you personally see that oh she's not ready you can tell by just by the actions and you know how she speaks and always holds you you know yeah accountable into the standard of that person that was previous um what's the timing on that or not you i mean just basically well let's do let's start with that one then we'll gradually go into other one um so what i want to ask is one what's the timing and two how do you how would you personally handle that and add your input to potentially fix that uh, can you phrase that one more time? Let me try to phrase it in a better way. Yeah, the timing, because I'm confused. So, um, what's your, your time limit, like, as far as, like, you know, days, months, you know, uh, and to days, get into weeks. a new relationship? Um, no, as far as, like, dealing with that issue. Mm, as far um, as, like, you know, she, you can tell, like, okay, like, um, let's say you just, let's say, hypothetically think uh speaking you hopped in that relationship and during the relationship you can see okay this person has been hurt you know and it's obviously by the person that was before me and you notice that she keeps bringing up situations or you you may do something to trigger she's like oh uh dj always used to do that or can't stand that you know it's Mm. just because of that nick yeah. So, um, what is the timing on that for you personally to how much you can take of that situation um, to where you like, okay, I'm, I got to cut it. Like, DJ just, well, DJ is I, in your mind and then you put like. I think all these questions are kind of, it depends, uh, but max for me, realistically, uh, I'll say maybe a year. If I don't see like any progression within a year, and you keep bringing up DJ, and I, 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 <laughs> I see DJ got a hold on you, and like, also I think it's more back to how long ago, uh, was DJ you know a, a part of your life? Mm-hmm. Like if it was and how long? And I and I I can't put a limit on that girl of how when she can let something go. So I'll be like, all right, cool, but. Like, in my mind, if it's been some years, I'm like, I'm safe. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I think it's the time to slightly start taking those steps forward away from him because, obviously, you, you're ready. You're in a relationship now. Uh, but, you know, maybe she's not ready. So I would, I would probably give it about a year. And, I mean, like, I need to see some, like, progress, progress. But if I don't see, if I see just a little bit, and I'm, I'm not going to keep wasting my time because I could give my energy towards somebody who's more willing to receive it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to give up because I'm not the type to give up, but I understand that some things are, you know, uh, toxic, and I'm I'm not the toxic person. I I know my value. I'm not going to sit here and waste my time, if, especially if you caught up on him. Yeah, we can, you know, I could keep, you know, time, but I'm not trying to take two, three years. For that. That's supposed to be times of, like, I'm me getting to know you mm-hmm. and building something. And... I feel like the longer, like, I spend with her, I might just basically become another DJ. Then I might mess up this for the next guy and the next guy. Then just set another mm-hmm. train of dominoes down and just hurting her life. So mm-hmm. I'd rather end it. A year is quite long, honestly. But I, that's the max because I'm just a devoted person like that. Mm-hmm. But 
a max or under, like a, a year and then under that. Maybe like, like six months? Yeah, I've, I would say a month is maybe too short. That's your discretion. But like about Plus two, six months. Huh? Like a year or six, 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 six months. months. But I'm, in terms of like how long you want to deal with it, you might see like a, a month. Some people be dead with it <laughs> in a week. And I'm like, I feel like that's too soon. <laughs> Me and Penny, like, right? <laughs> I mean, some people might because they'd be like, you, you, oh, you, slide still, at <laughs> you still, you still caught up on your, you know, your. Uh, some people might just not take a liking to that because like, oh, you're still caught up on your ex. So I'm, I'm dipping, which is a smart move, like that is. But I'm just, I'm just that it's, type of person. It's a logical. Bro. Yeah, it's a logical. So, so I'm not mad at the person for that, but mm. I'm just like, I feel like you didn't try, and you don't have no. That's at, at the end of, uh, again, you have no right to. At the end of the day, it's your life. You don't have to sit there and try to make it work with somebody who you don't want to make it work with. If you don't feel like handling that problem, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm just the type of person that I try to help. Because, you know, they might need it. So Yeah, and I think, like, how you kind of touched on it, like, the logical approach. Because in a relationship, your your main goal is also not to be too logical. It's also to be emotional, too, because you want to express that. So. You got to put some belief if you feel like it's actually something workable once you start it. Mm-hmm. So I can understand where time approach is for you. I would say that's a reasonable amount of time, too, because I would say the first I like, like establish the relationship, kind of show, see where the probably six months where you've shown, you've shown yourself. Like, look, I'm different by then. If that person still bringing it up and you feel like, okay, I want to take the approach into trying to fix this. Yeah. Let's just go to couples council. Yeah. And if by then, after that other six months, still DJ's being brought up, that means DJ did something that is out of your control. That means you got to leave. You either got to give the ultimatum. Look, either I'm stopped being compared to DJ, even though it sounds fucked up, but hey, that's your option, last option before Hail Mary. Yeah. It's the Hail Mary option now. Either DJ stop being compared to me, or look, I'm deuces because I'm not DJ. Because that's where I, I truly believe you're you're stepping in the bounds of it. That's a your problem. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you did everything you could do. Yeah. Yeah. Because like at that point, it's like because you gave those six months therapy and campus counseling and all that to try to solve this, and DJ still brought up, look, hell Mary, sometimes it's like look. Because I don't did all these steps, that I'm pre I'm most confident that DJ never did. Uh-huh. So DJ still being brought up, that means you still have something for DJ, uh-huh. in my mind, and that's what I think. So either you stop bringing up me in comparison to DJ, because look, DJ ain't out, ain't here right now. DJ's over somewhere else doing DJ. You gotta do you. Yeah, I'm over here. DJ got a piece of her mind. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, DJ got real estate. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's why part. we still use a DJ. That's literally my initials. <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't even I know. know. I'm bad, bro. <laughs> and I see him looking back at me like, <laughs> every time you say DJ, he just started looking at me. Like, I ain't on her mind, buddy. He <laughs> don't get bad. But, like, no, I work, like, I think, um, Y'all know me, I work in the rule of threes. So, um I give it I, I give it like three months. Yeah, I, I really do give it like three months. Because the first month, okay, you got I understand. This is fresh. This is this is definitely fresh. 
you you might still be hung up on your ex. Shoot, I might still be hung up on my ex. But you should have took that time before the relationship. Instead of hopping into another relationship, you should have took the time to work on yourself to where you you ain't really worried about this. You know, the past is the past. You learn to move on from it. But if you haven't, that's cool. That's fine. We can we can discover that in the first month, figure stuff out. Second month, I mean, if we're still talking about it, we can definitely discuss, okay, hey, what is that thing that has you stuck on this person? Like, what's the thing that keeps you mentally just attached to this person? What mm-hmm. is that? And then that third month, if we're still talking about it, okay, cool, you know, do you need therapy? What do you need? Was it something that was deeper? Like, was there something that maybe I can do? Was there something that that person brought to the table that you hadn't felt before? What what what's going on in your head? And then after that third month, if it's if you're still on to that person, then I feel as if you should not be in a relationship. Because those first three months honestly those first three months are you showing out realistically in a relationship. Those first three months are when you're really trying to impress your significant other. Mm-hmm. So in those first three months, if you are so busy trying to impress someone else and you're not trying to impress me, then I don't think we should be putting too much time into this. We can maybe put it on hold, if that's how you feel, until you go and figure out whatever you need to figure out. I'm not going to say I'm going to for sure be here, but we can definitely discuss maybe positive things for now, coming, trying to come back to it later if we uh, have that luxury. But if it's just, if you're just like, okay, it's it's month four, I'm still thinking about so-and-so over here, and I'm with you, I, I can't have that. I'm, I'm selfish when it comes to my relationships. I want to be the only thing on your mind. And then I feel like also, like, we kind of live in that um, things do go pretty quickly. We kind of live in that butterfly society is what I say. Like, you put it, if it ain't the butterflies immediately kind of ready to drop it especially the way the way things are kind of suited like if you don't if you don't feel it immediately or you don't feel like you're invested in this thing you're ready to get rid of it but at the same time it can work backwards too because if you put too much time into that person in the in the past you're giving that person more and more power and then you're diminishing you're diminishing me in your eyes Mm, and you're just growing that person. That person God. But like no, I'm not playing with before me. Realistically, yeah. You, you <laughs> if you with me, I feel you shouldn't you shouldn't be worrying about so and so. And I've seen people from like experience with talking to other couples and stuff like that. To where the girl will be like flicking it up with her dude and she posting pictures and they looking all cute. But the only reason she ends up doing that is to show her ex that she quote unquote moved on. Which is an obvious sign that you have not moved on. And do you guys really think that you're able to, because uh, there was a, a song by, uh, there was a movie and a song. The movie wasn't by Jasmine Sullivan, but her song was in the movie. Um, it was, I forgot, uh, it's called The Other Man or whatever, and basically she's talking about, uh, in Temptation. Y'all seen Temptation? Oh, yeah. Um, 
but um, I know, I know. Basically, yeah, the, the, the gist of it, um, you know, you can be in that in that case scenario. It wasn't it wasn't a previous dude. It was a new dude, but it it could be the same. It was a new energy. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like at that point, like you can art? When do you know, like, or when do you take it upon yourself, like, I'm the person to, to fix this, you know? Because, I mean, like I said, a majority of girls are are broken, you know, in some type of way, some shape, form, or fashion, they're broken. And what what makes you want to be like, I I want to indulge in fixing this problem? I want to indulge in making this problem my priority to fix. Well, I think that's right when you cross the relationship. Right when you say, I want to be in a relationship, you somewhat take on that problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I think it's just your, your interest in the person. Obviously, if you you know your motives, if you're just there to smash, I don't think you should mess with it, bro. That's just going to damage her more. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I feel like it won't damage unless... Only time it's damaging is when you're... Uh, well... Well, let me just say this. I I feel like only time when it's damaging is when you're manipulative. So you come in the relationship or you come in the situation knowing that you want to smash, but you don't say that. You carry different energy like, yeah, like I'm invested in you or I want to be invested in you. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the time us as men, we, we patient as hell. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, we got God. So... We can wait it out. We can three months. Shit, she got a fat ass. She probably got some some good pussy. So we can wait it out. Hit, boom. And it's like, okay, like, I'm good now. Like, and she going to hit you with, what are we? Because <laughs> uh, she thought you were dedicated uh-huh. since you waited. Yeah, you you so going to be like, uh. Yeah, he wasn't that pussy. You're like, oh, she yeah. ain't dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like it's not damaging because you basically are putting the ball in their court when you're transparent. So mm-hmm. you you know when you um you have a conversation and you let them know your intentions. Like yeah, I mean, because I mean obviously uh, you're going to get to know that person. In in that transition of uh, you know trying to get to that point of uh, coitus, smash, But I mean, it's up to you if you want to indulge in keeping that friend or keeping that as a friend or whatever the situation is. But I feel like it's not as damaging because girls can still manipulate things and turn them into something they're not they have that type of quirk to do that um but uh yeah if you transparent like yeah i'm i'm, I'm trying to hit like it like I, like i said to old girl i said we could we could this we can make this transactional or transitional you let me know <laughs> transactional or transitional like balls in your court um, anywhere, anywhere we stand, you know, I'm, I'm with anything. I'm with, um, getting to know you, talking to you, you know, um, cause I'm definitely that person. I, my, um, my slogan is see about it. I always got to see about it. You know, I see a girl that I like, she, she 
cute, she fine, I got to see about it. So I'm going to say something. You know, if I'm talking to you and, you know, I'm trying to fill out the vibe, I'm going to see about it. You know, and if I talk to you and everything's cool, everything's copacetic and it's like, but now there's something, um, there's something, you know, uh, not sitting well with me where I'm like, I don't want to go further with this. You know, as far as like, you know, trying to build towards something, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of uh, opt out. Mm-hmm. And um, it's only because like, I feel like I have that, that mindset of like, I don't want to settle for less. But that's also um, it could be detrimental because you've always have you always have that mindset of like there could be something better there could be something better yeah you know and but you also it also is um, conflicting with settling you like because I want to settle and that word settle it, it I don't know it registers in my mind as a like a negative word a cop out. Like, I say it's almost like a, a, a gray area where it's like settle is kind of bad, Completely. but it's kind of good. Yeah. Like, you got something, people like, you want to, when you going to settle down? I'm like, uh, when that person, the right one comes, but you never know when the right one is. But it's like, you dealing with damaged goods pretty much everywhere you go. You're not going to get somebody that's a, a perfect 10. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that mindset of not settling and knowing there's something better out there, or if it's something better out there, is is kind of like, damn. <laughs> I put myself in a position where it's like, I'm stuck. Yeah. yeah. I'll say uh, when it comes to uh, the person with the problem, why people go to that. I think it's because some people in this game era. They've embarked on a mentality. I'll say even half of half people, men and women, goes for embarked on a mentality of trying to build someone because it will make they think it'll make them feel better about their situation if they build someone up. So meaning like if I could take you out of the hell of situation you in and show you a better light, I probably would be taken out of hell and be shown that light as well. That's why I think why some people even be prone to trying to choose toxic relationships because they feel and mostly leans towards women. Women always uh, currently in this era, it's like they prefer the toxic because they want that sense of accomplishment. Like they achieve something great when they get with that person who's all messed up in the head and thinking they could build a bear with that motherfucker. And saying, well, guys, hey, you, you can't build someone up, really. From, from scratch, not just because they they totally that damn broken, doesn't mean you're the one to always build them up. It takes multiple people. That's why people have women usually have to go through multiple relationships in order to be fixed. It's not just even one. One, if you're lucky, but that mean that person already halfway there. They're not that broken. But when they're totally broken, it takes multiple people pointing that part that they're broken in out in order for them to totally fix themselves unfortunately that's what that's why i say we'll kind of indulge into the part where most guys be like god damn you wasn't doing that when i was with you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i hate that oh, i hate that shit it's like you was this sucking dick like that <laughs> when i was with you <laughs> god now you got only fans 
Uh, really? And that's a different level right there. Really, Stink? <laughs> now, that's different. Come on, Stink. You've got an yeah. ugly face. That's like being broken with salt on the wounds right there. <laughs> that's just throwing salt on the wounds. We got to make final. Okay. Um, did you uh, finish? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so is um, – so we've all we've all experienced this, um, where you know, you're beautiful. You tell a girl you're beautiful, and what do they hit you with? No, not really. Or I'm ugly. Some type of rebuttal where it's a negative type of, you know, uh, connotation. yeah, connotation. Is that a sign of brokenness? Brokenness? Mm-hmm. Nah, not always. Some girls just like doing that. I think all oh, that's that. What, what is it? I mean, they do it. They do it so it's well like to where. Like, Cause some girls say it, but then they want. They just want you to compliment them more. You're going to become yeah, harder yeah. than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm ugly. <laughs> What's next? <Yeah. laughs> what else you got? Uh, yeah, they just want to be, you know, shower with compliments. Uh, I've I've, I've experienced that. both. Some girls are just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my girl be like, you fine, yeah, what else? <laughs> you use that game back on them. <laughs> I'm ugly, what else you want to talk about? <laughs> they just be giving up sometimes when it's on reverse, then fine, you ugly, okay, well. Damn, y'all didn't put that much Now we both got self-esteem problems. <laughs> we go <got> therapy. <laughs> He'll build us up. <laughs> Good thing I made that. Attention too from that group, like they're the shit in that group because it's, it's what self-esteem boosts. 
you cheating if you with uh, Megan and you cheating with Sarah, Sarah, ugly as all <laughs> get out. But Sarah, you sure suck a bean. She had me saying, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She hit me with the, the heaving hoe. Now I gotta go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she sucked it like she had rabies. Oh, she had the phone coming like out. Oh no! Oh lord! That nigga, that nigga praying. She had. Oh me, Jesus! Had me busting my thing. You, you cover oh. your, you cover your eyes while it's happening. No, <laughs> this can't be happening. Yeah, I ain't felt it like this. Start calling her mythical. You witch, <laughs> you motherfucking succubus, <laughs> you incubus, you goddamn dark magic voodoo woman. God damn. What are you doing now? Oh, you shaman, you. That would always God give damn. me. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Girl, you clean me up like a vacuum, girl. God what are damn. you doing to me? <laughs> Why can't my legs move? <laughs> Girl, I couldn't lift, put my head down. It was so... What's that nigga head. say? That nigga say, yeah. <laughs> he broke them legs. <laughs> he was, ah, I can't uh, go to sleep. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's what I don't want no head. No nickname is Lethal Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want none of that morning. <laughs> oh, that nigga in the video, he said, it's a great board, dude. <laughs> that nigga <laughs> that. It sure is, baby. The best part of waking up better be some soldiers. <laughs> Don't you touch oh me. Oh, my God. That video no, is funny. You about to put me to sleep. Well, y'all, we're going to be right back. Brief intermission. What's good, y'all? We back. We back. We, we back. Um, so, I had a follow-up question. I just forgot it. Uh, <laughs> no brain force allowed. Shut up. Nah, nah. Um, so I mean, we talked about females pretty much a lot, like we always do, but what about us, though? What about us? us? Matter of fact, I actually hold that note. I just thought about what I wanted to say, it came back to me. So, um, how is how important is it to uh to make your into or make vice versa make your individual problem or your um your mate's individual problem your problem in a relationship uh, again it depends on the type of problem because there's certain things you're not going to be able to avoid mm-hmm. um and i mean i don't know because it's like is that emotional problem obviously you want to be there uh, but you can only take it so far. It, it's it's a healing within themselves. Mm-hmm. Personally, I believe you should before you get in a relationship. You I don't want to say you gotta be done with it. You gotta be like solely a hundred percent ready to go. But you should have most of your issues uh, taken care of. Um, that could become problematic. Um, where, where, where was I going with this? What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, like how's how important is it to make 
your problem, yeah. vice versa, your oh, okay, mate's so, problem. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was your odd, uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but of importance, uh, I, I put about 70%. Okay, we'll throw a scenario in there. Um, what if um, you're you're dating a woman who has previously had a child with somebody? And okay. uh, they have, they have like basically that that baby daddy issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how important is it for you to interject yourself into that problem, mm-hmm. which makes y- your problem? Not much. I mean, obviously, the stress of that is going to rain down upon me. Um, so obviously, I want to do my best to keep her, you know, sane, uh, calm. Uh, but as far as like the child, yeah, you know, you're going to be there for the child, but in terms of at the end of the day, that's not my child. Um, not, uh, <laughs> it's not like that, but it's not, you know, the son slash daughter, uh, has a, uh, a man in this life. Uh, yeah, I could be a good example of how you, you know, you could treat your mom, et cetera, but, uh, I can't really interject on like how to raise that child. It's, it's not my child. So I mean, if the man like doesn't like exactly particularly like me, okay. Um, I'm not treating your kid right. You don't really shouldn't have to worry about me. Obviously, um, also if he puts hands on you, of course I'm gonna deal with that accordingly. But I was like, if if it's a cordial, and y'all just you know obviously pick the kid up, do your thing. I mean, uh, that's that's a automatic uh, that's a part of my problem but there's you know there's the subcategories of where I, I i'm not going to touch because mm-hmm, you, right. you can't obviously the child is somewhat your responsibility now because you are dating his mom so uh her mom whatever um we moaning dating yeah <laughs> but uh you had to take uh somewhat part in that but in terms of the communication with the father um i i I don't care as long as it's respectful and you're not you know crying on the phone every time you talk to him uh, they're abusing the child i i I have nothing further to say towards that just i know this is kind of a side note question i'm gonna let y'all answer but do you feel like it's appropriate for the the baby dad to be like i want to talk to that nigga that you you date in terms of meeting yeah um somewhat yeah, because I'm going to be around your child. So I, I would totally respect it if he didn't want to talk to me. If he doesn't, okay, cool. Uh, but I, if, let's just say, I was the, you know, I was the baby daddy, uh, I would want to talk to the man. You're going to be around my child. And I need to see the type of person you are. Because I was like, if I hear anything, I mean, anything that I feel is compromised, like are you touching my child or, you know, you obviously you hurting, you know, the mother of my child, uh, I'm I gotta destroy you. Because <laughs> that's not. I was like, you're not gonna bring that. That's you know, my world. Because again, you're you're bringing that in front that's of my child. Show. So I was like, I don't I don't condone that. So mm-hmm. beat the milk but, cookies. Uh, again, I'm gonna let that go. Again, <laughs> even then, then I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let try to let her handle that a certain mm-hmm. amount. But if, if I don't see her handling it, and it rings to my, you know, comes to my door from my child, I was like, I'm gonna bring it up to her, and I was like, if you don't do something about it, I will. And I was like. That's not gonna be in the house of my child. I'll take the child if you want to, you know, surround yourself and you love that man, whatever. I'm gonna take the child, 
Because I was like, you're not going to have that around my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel for you on that one. I think it'd be if you the baby daddy and I'm the new dude in the situation and you don't want to meet me, that says something about your parenthood or you as a father. Because mm-hmm. you're going to let a stranger be around your kid for a majority of the time and you're not going to even try to figure out who the person is. You're not even going to try to get to an understanding. Yeah, we ain't got to be buddy-buddy, but you just know mm-hmm. what's up over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's just be cordial. Let's be cool. Yeah, yeah. just know I'm in a good space, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if y'all got to cope with Let's cope Just wanted to see where your head at, dog. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Shit, it speaks a lot on a person, uh, how, how they value the child, huh? Because, man, if you, if you don't want to know who's around your kid, damn, that's tough, man. You just allowing anything around your kid. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want that. Shit, yeah. no, you don't. You don't want that nigga, that one nigga that said, tell your daughter to get on your knees. You don't, like, what, what the fuck is that? Like, what? That's a punishment, nigga? Left field, left field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's a side note for different stuff. Left right field, there. left field. <laughs> My eyebrows came out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> hey. Anyways, back back on topic right there, but yeah, I'll say most part. Ruh roh. Let me speak. Ruh roh, Reggie. Now, so I'll say yeah, but most part. Let me speak. Nigga, stop laughing, Yeah, we're going to roll on to the next session. My voice is activating laughter. I'm sorry. That was just one of those moments where you like, whoa. Oh, go ahead, bro. Are you sure? You got it, now. Uh-oh. Shit. So, most part, yeah. Because you got to, you always, and I best it's best for you to even know the individual you're dealing with most part too because especially i would ask even the question on top of this what if the scenario is that this dude is just uh one of them drama baby daddies Ooh, that's about and would you really want to meet that person then if he's one of the ones that you know already starting shit and talking shit behind closed doors and then would you want to actually meet that person is a question mark um i feel like that I, um, no, I wouldn't. But I feel like also like that would affect the relationship I have with the mm-hmm. the woman because yeah. if he's just being a nuisance and like uh like Ty said, that's not being handled because it's you don't want to overstep your bounds and you know um, completely in, interject yourself in that situation. Because it's it's at the end of the day, it's not completely your business yet, depending on how long you've been with that individual. But if it's been like five years, you know, I mean, you can say something, mm-hmm. you know, you can say something. But in the beginning, it is definitely a task because you see the foolishness, you see the 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 craziness going on. And it's like, man, like. 
mm-hmm. I don't like the way this this dude is handling this situation. I really want to say something, but I can't. You know, I just have to listen. You know, hear what she's saying. You know, and and maybe interject my thoughts. You know, when it's needed, or you know, solutions when it's needed. But um, in that situation, I feel like it after a while it would take a toll on the relationship if it's not being handled properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt somebody at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. If you don't handle it, I will. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something gonna happen. Yeah, cause I remember I was telling like that nigga right? answered the phone. He on DMX on who dick you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You fucking You want me to say his name? I hope nobody ever asked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, hey, nigga, that's not your damn business. Is Sir, this is a Denny's. What the <laughs> Boy, Why are you the so hell? belligerent? <laughs> you belligerent ass nigga. It is four in the morning at Denny's, sir. What are you talking <laughs> so about? Frustration in you, sir. God damn. Go to sleep, nigga. Go to sleep. <laughs> Obviously not yours if you're this mad. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you need to call her. You got the wrong number. <laughs> you damn nigga. Like you go, know, go home. You someone I had someone that happened to me. Not exactly, but like I was. Somebody uh, call you? Yeah, I was like I was talking to his girl and he called me. He was like, "Hey yo, don't ever call this number again." And I was like, "I'm not playing with you, bro." <laughs> and like I was so caught off guard, and plus I was around people, so I was like, "Cause I wanted to be like motherfucker." Who are, you, who are you talking to? But I was, I was around people. I gotta, I gotta I be nice to No, yeah. I can't let people see me get like that. So I was like, I was just, I was just, I was, I'll be honest. I was quiet. And I'm, I'm not a type of nigga to play phone tag with you. So he was like, he just said what he had to say and hung up. And I was, I just like, I looked at him. I was like, this bitch ass oh, nigga. Hey, and then I, I was like, whatever. I want to do that back. quick call and. Yeah, hung up, and I was like, I'm not about to sit here and argue with your bitch ass. I was like, you called. I I get petty. I I I was like, she my friend, first of all. I'm not even talking to her like that. But I was like, you just jealous because you see a nigga (laughs) talking to your girl. So I was like, all right. I just just laughed. No, I should have laughed, but I was caught off guard because I thought it was a prank. So I was like, I was like, huh? I I was just confused, and I was like, I was around people, so I was like, I can't, you know. I was like, but then as the I see, like as the conversation kept going, I saw he was serious. I was like, oh, Ooh, I'm somewhat really getting happy. pressed right now. I was like, <laughs> I would have, li- I would have. Nigga, 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 she got her mouth where it needs to be. Brother, I got one of them. Te- like the dude had texted me, but then like he had took his first. He had took his girl's phone. And started making it like texting me back, like acting like he was her. That's some like, bitch shit. Trying to be don't like, you, that's uh, also bitch. Yeah, shit. no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, don't text me no, bro. Blah blah blah. And you I was just kid, like, I be feeling like that's gay, right? There, I was just dude. like, cool. <laughs> you acting like you the female, you gay, bro. I'm and then he like, had like <laughs> a little, like I think like maybe the next day he had texted me. And he was like, he was like. What's up, pussy boy? And I seen the text. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the text. And I said, <laughs> I said, what's good with you, man? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who this? <laughs> 
funny. You must know me. You, you I don't get yeah. I was like, like, I know, pussy boy. I was yeah. like, who is? Like, no, it's got to be somebody I know. Like, yeah. He was just like, he was just, you already know who it is. Obviously, I don't if I got to yeah, ask the question. Don't leave me in suspense, nigga. Tell me your name, brother. This ain't no And then he just stopped responding, and I was like, okay. All right. Listen, bye. Pussy. That nigga thought he was that important to you. <laughs> you I don't know who it is. Bitch, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, even my number. girl hang up on me? Like, <laughs> you think I'm about to call you? Baby, baby, call yeah. me back. No. Was, you hang up on me? Okay. Nigga said, Todd. I'm going back to what I did. First. Going back to what I was doing. That was the first and last time I ever played side nigga. I'm cool. Oh, no. I don't know. I didn't know I was like side. Oh, she was just my friend. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, you called me for the wrong reason, bro. Get your girl, I'm, I'm dog. Looking. Get your get your girl. First of all, yeah, I was like, I'm just a friend. I was like, literally just a friend. I think at first I didn't know I was sorry, nigga. But then like once I figured it out, I was like, cool. I guess I wasn't really touching on her or nothing like that, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna keep myself. Yeah, I've never man. been. Uh, I've never been pressed. Yeah. Said, no, that was funny to me. I was that was just a random. It's kind of fun. Yeah, nah. it depends how the person oh, presses wow. you because some people have that energy to where you gonna be like, oh, okay, well maybe I should listen. <laughs> maybe I should listen. He seems like he gonna do something. But some people they just got that like flex energy, like that quick little like I'm a I'm a show out and then you know, hey, he in front of me. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm a reaction mm-hmm. type of person. Like if you come at me like that, then I'm definitely gonna give you the same energy. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's happening, pussy boy? I'm like, <laughs> hey, I see you, pussy boy. Hey, bro, right what the fuck you talking to my what's girl good? for? <laughs> Take you need to talk to your phone, girl bro, about bro, that. Bro. <laughs> this, it's a conversation at this point. I'm talking to her. She responding. Like, how is that happening, dog? It's not just me. So you probably need to talk to your bitch. You fuck on that shit. Well, fuck what you talk about, nigga, because we, we just talking now, nigga. Like, what, okay, what, so one. what did you come here to accomplish? <laughs> but, um, yeah, hey, y'all got me started. Uh, I'm just conversating. God. Um, so would you consider um, cheating a my problem, your problem, or our problem thing? I, I, I think it's de- definitely our problem because first you yeah. cheated on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one of us you not cheated before, make it out and then I was just kind of a you. But I mean, I'm gonna keep my eye on you. You cheated I'm gonna keep on my me. eye on you. That nigga does. You cheated on me. <laughs> so definitely our problem. But like, if you, I mean, I'm I'm dipping because I was like. So you dipping like if you were in that scenario of you being being cheated on, that's it. Yeah, it's no working it out. Not let's say I, because I'm, 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 I'm a new, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a growing, I'm a growing, I'm a growing man. So, but I was like, at the end of the day, you stepped out on me, and I, I also need to know the. I don't want to, I don't want to get onto the detail, but I need to know I the reason. Because <laughs> I was like, it's, you like the nigga I don't, sack. I'm not going to sit here. And say, <laughs> no. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was like my problem. I was like, I was like, it was like you. 
you start questioning like, what did I do? No, no. What did, like, why did you do that? <laughs> why, <laughs> so, why so, did you do that? so if you, if you were cheating on, you said it's a R problem, right? Yeah. And you're, but I'm that's you sticking. Quick. <laughs> you're <dead. laughs> I'm gonna correct it real quick. So you sticking with that answer, right? Yes. So if it's a your problem, does that mean you self reflect? Uh, as far as like, as far as like, yeah. Did what you know? Was it something I did that made yeah. her step out on me? Yes. That's why I'm saying I'm a grown man. That's why I said like. That's why I would ask why if she would say like, "Oh, you you weren't you weren't," but I'd be like, "Really? You couldn't come talk to me before going out fucking up, <laughs> going out fucking another day." And what so then I was, I was like, "So you decided you not to talk to man. me? Then you stepped out, and then you you want me to stay?" I was like, "I need some crazy reassurance first <laughs> that this is never going to happen again. Second, of." Cause that's my trust. Yeah, I was like, trust, trust. My trust is gone. You can never, honestly, really, you can never really get trust back. You can work it up you to get a certain trust issues. It's after you get, yeah. after you lose trust, it's trust you know, issues. That it's not. It's that's not a just different trust. thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. So mm-hmm. I was, every time you would like a friend, I'm like, oh, you fucking him. I'm like it just, <laughs> it just becomes so, like. It so I rather I rather not put you through that. So I'm, let me just go ahead and do. It. Since you wanted somebody else, go ahead. Cool, I'm, I'm gonna give my blessing well, to somebody okay, else, girl. cause I know my worth. So mm-hmm. was, I'm not, that's I'm not gonna get boy. played. I'm not gonna play by that's anybody. That's not, that's not, that's good. We ain't. So we do have, you look we're at somebody, open relationship. somebody less in. than who takes a cheater back? No, no, cause that's that's you. So I just know. He said that's you. That ain't me. Yeah, it's not. It's not me. <laughs> I'm a daddy. <laughs> And I mean, some people can understand. They'd be like, I did put you in a, you know, a hurt state. I wasn't showing you attention, so you wouldn't find attention. And then they can talk about it. I can see it going. I find that to be bullshit. You should have just ended if that was the case. <laughs> some people, I'm, some people are hurt, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and condemn you for, you know, you know, hurt uh, people, yeah, people. yeah, so. Mm-hmm. But I think. People make mistakes, so yes, yes. People make mistakes. I think that if if tough as a wait, wait, wait. So, do you feel like it's a your problem, my problem, or our problem? If somebody cheats, yeah, I feel like it's a our problem because there's a reason that you decided there was something that was lacking in our relationship that made you decide to go get it somewhere else. So, first and foremost, I want to know what that was. Like what? What was? And then sometimes it might not even be a problem in a relationship. Some people they just they just go because they tired of the the same old. They tired of looking at the same face. Well, then that's a problem in the room. Same. Then that's a you problem. Well, that's but, a. That, I still I still that's a relationship problem. That's a that's a. If the for what the example you said like a dull it's a dullness. And mm. you gotta spice it up, do something different. Where you know you get into a routine, mm. and so that's a, I believe that's a, that's a solely our problem. But, but if, yeah, if you're not doing anything, that, yeah, you know. there's a lot of times people will instead of looking to do something to add the little spice and the flavor inside of their relationship, they'll just assume that they need something outside of it that adds the spice, and then they'll they'll step out. And it's too like. Um, like uh, I think I said this last time. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But um, it's also like when you find somebody who desires to please you, 
mm-hmm. whether it's physic physically, emotionally, or mentally, um, I feel like that complacency locks in and we're so used to getting, you know, pleasured or pleased, somebody, you know, doing it just because the enjoyment of seeing us, you know, mm-hmm. happy. You know, we get comfortable and then we forget to, um, you know, to give back. Mm -hmm. So we become selfish Mm -hmm. and all it takes is one person to show somebody uh, some appreciation. show somebody something different, like with uh, it was a situation with Steph Curry. And Aisha Curry, how she was talking about how, uh, I know what you're talking about. yeah, how, um, you know, her husband, Steph, gets God, all this attention and, and stuff. She no yeah, attention. she don't get no man's attention. Damn. Now, I don't know. Damn, I, 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 yeah, she, she was capping on that. I, I, think, I, yeah. I know she is, but as that is a probably a problem for more women than just her. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, we don't know if Steph. Just speaking from this uh, situation, um, we don't know if Steph is doing his part as as far as like, you know, showing her, giving her that attention that she desires. Yeah, we can't but say. if he isn't, then like I said, it, all it takes is one person to, to just like in the movie Temptation, it show it takes one mm-hmm. person to show you something different, mm-hmm. show you some attention, appreciation, show you something that you have been desiring for them to win you over so like as far as like cheating um me i think it's a uh uh like todd said if if you've dealt with uh if you have a a problem with infidelity Mm -hmm. um beforehand it be it is a your problem but that at that point, I feel like if you if that message is displayed to you or you catch a hint of that before you step in the relationship, it becomes a you problem because now it's like, can you deal? Can you handle this problem? Mm-hmm. Because then, it, you know, when you get in a relationship, it becomes a our problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you prepared for this? Exactly, because that is a demon at that point. Mm-hmm. And if that person displays like, yo, I do have an issue with this, you know, and you like, you know, you're not thinking too much. Oh, it's not. It's probably not that bad, you know. Um, and you tell them like, no, nah, you you stepped in the trap. I told you there was a bear trap right under them leaves, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You stepped in it. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. that <laughs> you, you know, you hurt yourself. Yeah. You played yourself. DJ Khaled. So, <laughs> so you got to understand, you know, or dive deep into oh, what a person is. Oh, I thought this was about to throw. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Not on me. <laughs> I ain't never heard Tom make that noise. I know. I'm, I'm lost. He made that noise. He never had to come up. Why don't you never have to throw up on me? We good. <laughs> he gave a different tone. I was like, yo, that bass changed, player. But, but yeah, as long as you um, you realize that, you know, you always have to self-prepare, like, okay, you know, I'm dealing with this. I see that he has a problem with that. Like, we've been saying this whole time through this whole podcast, like, are you ready? Can you handle that? Mm-hmm. 
some stuff is bigger like like they said uh your uh your eyes were bigger than your stomach yep. took a bigger bite than you can chew because we look past that just because of the right the moment the moment always yeah. takes us takes us in the beginning you know mm-hmm. she fine you know y'all vibing yeah. but you don't realize this is an issue you know yes it, it, it surfaces every now and then but you keep off-putting it because you know you're in the moment mm-hmm. so a lot of the times we have to adapt the ability to be able to take ourselves out the moment and look at the the longevity mm-hmm. of things and um yeah we just have to <laughs> cater to that problem because mm-hmm. that demon that demon that de- demons are strong yeah, shit. That, yeah, I got. Ah, 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 I got some demons. Ah, ah, I got some demons. Nigga, that's so good. Shut up. Another thing, a lot of us, a lot of us don't realize, and I was actually, I actually got this from like a Bible study or a devotion that I was doing a while back. But a lot of us don't realize that sometimes demons like that. We're not we're not dealing with just our demons. So we take but we take all the weight upon ourselves as if it's just us. Mm. But we're dealing with like our father's demons, our grandfather's demons, because they yeah. never dealt with them. So it's been compiling, Hereditary. but we assume it's all us. Like I don't know who got a sexual demon in my family, but I sh- I know sure as hell <laughs> I got that motherfucker. I got that bucky on my back. Get it up! Let me suppressed, and then said, all of a sudden yeah, you was the leisure. <laughs> it was it, suppressed it's until all you about came like, with the uh, with the, the Christian parents, that nigga. the you old like black Christian folks say, "Lose your home, say, <laughs> lose your home. Get on <laughs> him, go. <laughs> Let him go. Get beneath me. They go, they go put the cross, the oil, the blessed oil. Yeah, and it's but it's yeah. literally that. Like we'll be we'll be dealing with stuff that our our parents may have never dealt with, our fathers may have never dealt with, mm-hmm. grandfathers may have never dealt with. And it's just been growing in strength. But then all of a sudden, we're expected to just handle it. We're expected to just okay. We're the we're the strongest out of the bunch, mm-hmm. so we got it. When realistically, we we don't have all the answers immediately. We don't really. We're not prepared how to combat this, especially like I don't know if y'all be in the same boat. But uh, my dad, he he zooted out when I was like seventeen, eighteen. So he was around, but I didn't really like get too many lessons from him. I learned that stuff from my uncle. Mm-hmm. So. But my dad, he was dealing with stuff like that. So naturally, it came to me. And I started dealing with stuff like that, like sexual demons. And it was like uh, struggling with whether I'm loyal or stepping out or what's the actual boundaries of a relationship because I didn't realistically know. Mm -hmm. And I had to go and study that for myself and understand, okay, hey, look, this thing that you think it's so cool to do that's cheating bro like that's that's in its own way you're not like i think the breakdown was for me was i had to learn what the difference was between the physical the emotional and the mental and to realize that cheating could take place in any of those three categories Mm -hmm. and not register it as just physical 
Because mm. I would be like, oh, I'm not touching her. But she texted me so-and-so, and I'm texting her back. But I'm not touching her. Mm-hmm. So we good, but nah, <clears throat> me responding, me responding, entertaining, in way, yeah, entertaining that, that's cheating, or like, oh, you know, I don't like her, but you know, we be hanging out and she be giving me that that attention or whatever. But if she do something, like I'm, I'm gonna stop her. Nah, I shouldn't even. If I know that's what she want, and I know that's the attention she trying to come with, then. Mm-hmm. It should be my duty to go ahead and stop her. Be like, yo, hey, you can't be doing this. It's within my obligation to exactly. negate this damn shit. <laughs> exactly. That's why. But that's why I think, like, to an extent, uh, cheating could be a, a you problem and it could be a us problem at the same time. Mm. Because you might not have done the research and the preparation before the relationship. But when you're in the relationship, it's up to your partner to discuss and set the boundaries for what is and what isn't cheating in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's like mm. it's like we're defaultly born into our parents' sin. Exactly. And that's, that's <clears throat> right. That's a tough scenario. And that's why I say, like, when it comes to, like, us men, it's like it's important even though it's like we don't want to even talk to our fathers at one some point in time. It is important for us to understand that. Yeah. That way we can better understand ourselves as yeah. well. Because that and I think that's where I say like that will become like one of the male issues inside of life is like well, being a guy you're being a man you're least understood. You're the least understood sex. Uh-huh. Throughout time, mostly everybody tries to spend more time understanding women are more understood than any any man, uh-huh. and that's where men run into problems because we're not even understood with our kids as yeah. well. Our kids never really take time because they're still growing too, but they never take the time to understand where we come from. Uh-huh. And I think that's the tough part about life is like. Being a guy, is important for you to understand your father. I don't care if he's not in your life or what it was, but to understand the nature of the man that he was will help you understand yourself. Yeah, he speeds you from his male man, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that boy. Um, yeah, I agree with that, man. Um, it's, it's uh, and you know, um, one thing my dad told me that was so profound and it was probably the one of the most simple things he said was you never stop learning how to be a man mm-hmm. so as he's teaching me and my brother uh, to be men he's still learning how to be a man mm-hmm. himself so um because kids yeah it changes it, the exactly it's definitely an ongoing process and it's gonna be the same for us you know um, even though, um, you know, we may feel like we experienced, it still may be something we, we have to learn or go through, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, definitely, uh, being there in your kid's life is, is probably the best thing you can do. You know, one of the best things you can do is just being present. You know, um, that's 
that just goes along with, you know, teaching them the way. But being present is so instrumental, being there, you know, being that presence in their life, because um, I couldn't imagine another man raising my child, you mm. know, and it would it would it wouldn't sit right with me, mm. especially like my my boys, yeah. you know, because there's so much things I want my boys to know that I've learned and, you know, expect the girls too. But my boys, you know, as as far as like being men that I've learned that my father has taught me and that I want my father to teach my kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So to, for another man to, to be teaching my kids, I don't know, even though like you may meet him and be like, that that's a cool nigga. Like, nah, nah, mm -hmm. like can't nobody love me. Ain't nobody teach my child like I teach my child. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, you on that one. That's yeah, I, you that's just you. can't, money. That's your, that's your seed. That's man, my like, seed, <laughs> my legacy, nigga. Mm -hmm. Your legacy, not yours. <laughs> I planted a legacy yeah. in her, and he became so, a legacy. What's <laughs> an example? Because we we had a lot of <laughs> examples of our problem situation. What's a your problem situation? Can y'all think of one? <clears throat> uh, your go ahead, go ahead. Cause I was like, I'm off the top, it's like, because uh -oh. I feel like teeth. it's in. <laughs> well, that's definitely your problem. If you're not brushing your teeth, I'm. It's my problem. It's my <laughs> to tell you. I gotta tell you, you got a problem. Down I can't out. sugarcoat it. I, I gotta can't tell yeah. you straight up. That's I'll say, uh, bad friends. Bad friends. Uh, okay. That becomes the person's uh, problem when they have bad influential people around them in mm -hmm. relationships. Because it's like you can't make that person really disconnect from that individual. They have to be willing to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. And that was a scenario I had. I remember I was even telling you that in the beginning mm -hmm. of the phase of my ex. It was like, because her friend was, her friend, she was lesbian. But it was a little bit. You talking partial. about that racist bitch? The one I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> the one I was trying to go, she said, she looked at Aaron's picture. I was trying to hook Aaron over her. She was like, she was like, he ought to straight me. I was like, goddamn. You judged that off of a picture? I was like, Aaron, well, she gave you a compliment. <laughs> you a lethal looking nigga. <laughs> but more so to say, like, uh, what you call? I hope I look destructive. <laughs> that nigga trying to be a god of distraction. Okay. I'm trying to be beerus out in this thing. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so one time we was in the car and her friend was just always like had issues. But it was to a point because she was trying to introduce me to her friend, like how I was introducing her to y'all. She didn't never wanted to meet me. Like she had every scenario where it was possible to meet me in person. Cause this is her best friend she had not since high school. Yeah. Didn't want to meet. I was like, damn, okay. Like, shit, like, everything okay with her? It was even one point when we was out on our little outing date. Mm. She called her up in the midst of it. I was like, yo, come on now. I was like, look, y'all like, come on now. Why, why the fuck you calling now? But I was like letting her, she was venting a little bit. She's like, oh, you went so, oh, let me know when he's not around. I'll let you know he's not, what? I'm like, yo, okay, it's at a point, and I'm like, she's putting you in an ultimatum where it's like, me or and I had to tell her, like, yo, it's looking like she's either putting you in a situation where eventually it's going to be me or her. 
where you're going to have to make this decision because she's already a lifestyle that you kind of like defer a little from because she's still part and doing her little thing. You're more at a mother now. She She's mother, but she got her own little issues jumping off with the female she dated and all that. It's like got her own stigma jumping off that differs from you and she's trying to like grab your attention but 100% not half of it not even caring about like yo she got a man that needs that attention too no she wants it all yeah mm-hmm. I was, and I'll tell her like yo you it's gonna come up twenty. you gotta choose between me or her she's putting it that way I'm not trying to put it that way yeah but she's kind of telling you like yo it was the one what broke the camel's back snare where she had to let her know straight was when she actually put that scenario face to face value because I was in the car with her and we was uh just picking up the kids from school. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like, oh, look, I got a problem. I don't want him to come over my house. She's like, but look, she's like, I'm I'm tired of you saying that. You can either meet him one of these times, which is now. Mm-hmm. Or don't worry about it. She's like, look, eat. and she told her. She actually told her, like, hey, either it was me or him. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn. She didn't waste no time with audacity with this friend. The so-called friend. So it came to a choice where she chose the relationship. Mm-hmm. And during that moment, she felt uh, a lift of a burden, I would say. Because mm-hmm. the person was a little detriment, you can see because yeah. some of their problems, and I notice what women usually tend to, is they like to take on others, females' problems. Mm-hmm. Then that problems become your relationship problems. Mm-hmm. And women love to do that because they're trying to help out their friend, which is a giving part about them. But also, it can be a hindering feature too mm-hmm. as well when that friend is kind of leaning on the verge of being toxic. Yeah. And they're trying to take on, like, be their sin eater. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. Can't eat everyone's sin. You only got enough for probably yours and ours. Yeah. Yeah, that's my intake on. On the you problem. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, a little more so. Yeah. Um, uh, it's somewhat, it's a little hard, but some of the insecurities, mm-hmm. some of the insecurities have nothing to do with me. Um, like, you being jealous of, of we'll just say, uh, some of my girlfriends and you thinking I'm going to cheat on you. Yeah. Uh, you thinking that they're pretty and things like that. And like, oh, I'm like, that's kind of a you problem. I was obviously I'm with you. But I was like, look, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's valid because, you know, it's mostly it comes from, you know, that previous person that like fucked them over. So that it's, I mean, I'm going to go a little bit deeper, though. <clears throat> what if you've. Um, I want to go down there. Should we go down that way? You should go down I that mean, way. Yeah, depends, on where you, <laughs> depends on where you go. So what if, what if you've had history with a person? Like a friend? Yeah. That's history. a valid. That's a that's valid. That's a valid. That's valid. Okay. Um, but then I'm that's also man. you got to <laughs> just. Uh, you got to limit. I don't want to say limit the interaction. Cut. But. Um, <laughs> but no, no, you just gotta obviously be uh, the communication has to be perfect. Like, babe, I'm hanging out with uh, you know, so and so, we're here. I was like, uh, would you like to come? You know, you open that door up, 
Um, so respectful. Yeah. yeah. We both got yeah. good. And then I was like, I'm going to be there maybe 20, 25 minutes or, you know, hour chilling. I was like, we in the public place. Like, uh, daytime. Daytime. <laughs> I mean, that ain't going to stop that. No, they're like my, like, and then, you know, obviously. <laughs> Got to be on FaceTime the whole time. Then, I mean, but that's, it's a valid insecurity, though. You know, you have but, history, I mean, like, I can see if it's just like a quick smash. Like, oh, that was like, that was in high school. That did it. But I was like, if it was like a couple years ago, that's, that's something. I, I agree. She hung that up on you. It's you a know? valid, a valid, um, insecurity, but it doesn't. It's uh, insecurity. That's the thing. Nothing has happened yet. Something had happened. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, if I, I'm I'm that person that uh, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So I'm that type of person that believes whatever is in the dark will come to light. Okay. So if you you reveal to me that you have messed with that person. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm off top off rip gonna ask you to you know, um. Like, probably you you guys need to, not a, just out of respect for me, not be, you know, as close. As close. Don't be. Because yeah, it's gonna raise suspicion. But me, that I'm that type of person that's just, you know, if it festers, okay, it's definitely gonna get to a point where it can't be hidden anymore. Yeah. And just naturally, out of respect, you should know that. You know, let me lessen my time with this person. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, so. I mean, I still feel like you're kind of on my side, so. No, I am on your side. Okay. But what I'm saying is that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I feel like you agree with me. So I, I do like, agree with you, but I'm saying as far as like going through those measures mm -hmm. to be like, yo, I'm here with this person, here with that person. And. Do that's doing the same thing. I'll it's lessening that. the time, yeah. lessening the time. But You're still the thing taking the is, same like, steps. It's still going. Uh, you still gonna get the same result. You still gonna get the same result. I think, it's, I think it's more about openness. Yeah, just being open. Yeah. I know if I'm kicking it with somebody, like for example, I, I there's somebody that I know that I'm friends with from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, who I have a there is somebody somebody who time to time I um that I'm friends you with know, that I had a past I had a past with and not a not a very long past at all. But I mean, something had happened. Todd stopped smirking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I like I had a pass with this person, but then we both decided that it was better, you know, to just be cool. Like whatever past friends wasn't working. So then I got into a relationship. I notified both parties of each other, and then the person, the other person that I used to be involved with, that I decided to just be a friend. I told that person, like, that person consistently wanted to hang out with me, and I kept telling that person, my girlfriend isn't comfortable with that. So she kept telling me, like, ask your girlfriend again. So one time my girlfriend decided, well, she's just going to keep asking, so yeah, just, just go kick it with her. I set boundaries, like, with both parties. I set boundaries with my girlfriend. I told her, look, we're about to do it in the daytime. We're not going to be in the same car. Like, I'm going to meet this person there. I'm going to make sure I keep in some sort of consistent contact with you during the interaction. And then I told the other person, uh, the person that I was friends with, that, hey, look, we're going to meet at this restaurant. 
you know, we're gonna kick it at this time. Like it has to be, you know, around this time, this is when I'm available and just set those boundaries so that everybody feels comfortable with the situation and every and not only my girl understands that I'm being completely open and transparent with her about what's going on, mm -hmm. but also the friend realizes that hey, I deeply care about this woman enough to where I, she sets, she controls the outing. The only reason I'm here right now is because she's allowing this. So you need to not overstep any boundaries and be respectful to her because she allowed this interaction. So I'm setting clear and concise boundaries around everything that I'm doing just to make it easier on both parties. Yeah. I I agree. I've I've somewhat done the same. I don't I don't have an iPhone, so you can't set my location. But <laughs> you know what y'all sound like? Relationship nigga. Yeah. Uh, if, if I'm not in a relationship, so, that's so, so y'all agree. For a reason. Yes, sir. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> sea bears. Respectfully. <laughs> but um so you agree that it you know, um you agree as far as letting your your uh significant other know of your past endeavors. Yeah. It's it's uh, you ain't gotta get the details like I did it like this I did it like that but I was like I'll fuck the shit up <laughs> now no <laughs> but I, like if there's some people that are gonna come up and I believe that you know it might be an issue always always before I rather me tell you mm, then you find, you find out. it out oh, so because okay. that always just blew up in my face every time and I, just, <laughs> and I just I just gotta I just gotta take like I just, just gotta I just, eat that. <laughs> but I get ahead of Ooh, it hey, I learned my lesson I learned my lesson so I was like let me tell you what happened when it happened and then I was like I'm gonna let you you know yeah. and I was like I already got a handle on you know certain situations so I was like, I believe we're cool. But I was like, please, you know, express any concerns that I can, you know, try to help with. Mm. And Me, um, anything beyond that, that I believe that's when you get to the, that's a you problem. Yeah, I feel mm. like me, uh, like I said in the beginning, I'm more the, that type of person. Like, um, if you ask me, then, you know, come up. Not necessarily that I'm trying to hide that from you. Yeah. But I just, I'm, I feel like that's, an uncomfortable like I'm going to create something potentially a monster at that point mm -hmm. um if I open that can of worms at that point in time like because um I I, I do agree that it can be avoided but if my relationship with that person that I've dealt with is no longer valid but you know we do have a friendship I feel like it's no reason for me to uh, to alert you, you know. Okay. Now, if see, you find out, if you find out, of course, I'm going to be transparent and honest with you as if I were to come out and tell you myself. Mm -hmm. You know, if it comes up, I'm going to let you know what happened. Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, you know. And because I, I, I guess I'm getting to the point I want you to see the the legitimacy in it. Mm -hmm. of the situation. Yeah, now I don't want to have to 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 try so hard into showing you. I just want you to see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know like, oh, okay, like boom boom bow, boom boom bow. Y'all was cool. I didn't know y'all messed around. And I'm like, well, yes, we did. But as you can see, 
it's can, you know it's I a, see I see that point, you know, but I can also see that flipping. Yeah, I mean I feel like spiraling. it's going it's going to spiral either way. Mm, because just so, the man. the natural the natural nature of a woman is to trip. <laughs> because her mind's gonna take her places that she can't even control. Something we can't control all of our thoughts. You know, when you see a big booty you get damn. Yeah, you, know, you know, you feel me? When um, when you see when something you react, you can't control your thoughts. That's something we have to learn how to do. It's not a a natural thing. It's not a learned be. It's a learned behavior, not a natural behavior. So obviously, if that's an alert, and it's going to stay an alert, when a woman's alerted, she's alerted. She she know. So she's not going to so easily let that go. So I feel like either way I go about it, it's going to be an alert. But if I just, and I'm not saying keep it to myself, but I don't have to necessarily alert that situation at that point in time. Oh, go ahead, D'Angelo, I'll let you go. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I feel that because I'm used to being that way. To where, hey, if the information don't concern you, low key, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. But I had to, <laughs> I had to break myself from that because, like, stuff. I think the thing that that had me, that really got me, was I remember, and, and Todd knows about this situation, and it was crazy. If the the person that caused this situation is listening, hey, I'm we still not cool. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man. The smoke, but. <laughs> Uh, so like I had I had a homegirl and um I guess her cousin was stalking me or like looking at me for a minute yeah. and her cousin had got up the gusto to hit me up worst decision yeah, ever. Oh no. And literally she was like but I did I was completely upfront with this girl. And the first thing this girl said was like, Hey, um, like I think you're really handsome. I was like, thank you. She was like, I was just wondering, you know, I've been looking at you for a minute, and I was wondering, like, um, are you in a relationship or are you gay? I mean, we <laughs> <laughs> gave you an ultimatum. <laughs> Two options, fair, I guess. I don't know. I dress well, fine, Whoa. whatever. I'm taking the compliment. She didn't even say, are you but, single? Just are she you? She was like, straight? are you gay? Because either way, I'm taking. I respect it. It's a compliment. But like, <laughs> so I was like, are you taking or taking? I told her, I was like, yo, like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking respectfully. You know, I'm taking, I got a girl, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, like, I was like, no, like, as long as you're respectful, like, you know, you're cool. What's going on? Because I'm like, okay, you're my homegirl's cousin. Like, what what's wrong with that? But then out of nowhere, like me and me and the cousin are talking, we're being friends and she's telling me about her life and I'm kind of helping her because that was when my major was still psychology. So I'm kind of in the mindset of like helping people out. So I'm talking mm-hmm. to her and we're Psychology talking. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then out of nowhere. I can save the world, like, sweetie. <laughs> out, of, out of left field, I get into an argument with the homegirl about something that's is just irrelevant like the smallest thing and the homegirl gets offended because i'm not trying to go to her side of the argument like i'm not trying to be like okay well you know what you right i'm wrong so she starts blasting me posting all sorts of crazy stuff about how she's gonna expose me and that i was trying to mess with her cousin while 
with my girl, all this stuff. And I remember I was telling Todd the whole time, I was like, bro, do you see any sign where I told this girl, yeah, I'm trying to do whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, none of that. I told my, I like immediately, my girl had, my girl hadn't even seen it yet. And I pulled my girl aside and I told her, look, I got to let you know, cause this is going, this is either going to hit your ears from someone else or you going to see it around mm-hmm. and I'd rather you hear it from me. And I told my girl, pulled up the conversations, all that stuff, and then showed my girl what was going on. And that gave me the confidence to really come at the ex-homegirl that, you know, she who shall not be named old Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, like, it gave me the confidence to, like, come at her like, yo, like you're wrong like you mm-hmm. you're real life wrong and she was trying to like blast me she was coming at me for going to church and all types of stuff telling <laughs> me i need to i need to be in church and, and not st- talking about science when i feel like as a christian you should be well versed in both but mm-hmm. she was like coming after me like every damn day talking about black men talking about this talking about that she's hurt yeah <laughs> she's when the hurt. entire time she she has a secret page where she be posting borderline nudes that she blocks her man from <laughs> midnight market <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug <laughs> she, yeah she had a whole page and she talking about things she would do to these other dudes and talking, going shit posting about her man and all this stuff that her man didn't even know about all the time. That I like, I low key locked that down for her. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I'm like, yo, that's on you to tell your man's. But she trying to, she trying to blow me on the streets. So basically, I told her like, she was like, should I expose him? I commented back, yes, expose me with what info. The very next day. I'm blocked from the cousins page. I'm blocked from all this. Conversations disappear. All that stuff. I was like, I thought I was about to get exposed. What happened? But I think like it brings back to the point of if I wasn't transparent with my girl and upfront before the situation exploded, I wouldn't have had the confidence or the strength to take the situation head on because I would have been scared in the back of my mind. Like, Okay, well, when my girl finds out, it's going to turn into something. Even though I didn't do nothing, mm-hmm. it's going to turn into something where it seems like I did something because it's coming to her from an outside source, and I didn't let her know this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I definitely understand. Yeah. If she hears it's best this, to get, it's mind. best to get in front friends. of it. I mean, I can understand you. You don't gotta tell him everything. I ain't but... nothing behind me. I'm always in front. <laughs> if you ain't first, you last, nigga. Ricky Bobby. Okay. I just like getting in front of stuff. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't like, I just don't like the the fact of high alert, like, cause I feel like, um, every, I feel if, like it brings it down though. I feel like it eases. Mm. Because like, I'm just saying from my experience, okay, yeah, sure. um, you know, uh, you know that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, a girl almost got jumped. <laughs> and I was like, Golly. what the, in church. Oh, <laughs> church. I was like, oh, wait, y'all have to pack her out. <laughs> Way to add gasoline to the fire. You better not in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but, um, you know, um. Me, I just feel like that's that's a my problem thing. You know, it was before you. And um, 
Okay. If it if I, I have like, it handled, I feel like I feel you like. know, then you there's nothing for you to personally worry about. Yeah. You know, when it becomes a our problem thing is when it gets out of hand. Okay. You know, but if I have it handled and you see that, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. You know, and actually, yeah, actually I don't want you that. to work yourself up. Like I wouldn't work myself up over a situation. You know, I like I said, our mind takes us places that we can't control. But um, you know, you just have to sit there and just hope that your 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 mate is doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um we coming up on time, y'all. This was actually a good one. I like this. I like this. Um I do wanna get the ladies on here, but the ladies be they be busy. They be busy. So um we'll definitely try to part two this with the ladies. We got to do some part twos with some more ladies. Um, mm-hmm. I just got to talk to more ladies, y'all, y'all, y'all be clout heavy. How many, how many listeners you got? Um, does it matter? Can we just use your voice? Don't worry about the views. Yeah. We're how many followers you got? Don't worry about conversation, <laughs> baby girl. Like it, it don't matter. It just, I just everybody need your... started from zero at yeah. one point. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. Big Matter of fact, I'm the only Don't one. Don't worry about where we at. Look at where we're going. <laughs> Look at where we're going. Look, I'm just re-listening. What you talking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we. I'm definitely gonna reach out to some of y'all ladies to get y'all opinions. Um, all I ask that you is reply, and be be urgent about it. You know, yes, no. Don't give me no maybe so's. I, I can't do maybe's 2021. No <laughs> Not doing maybe. maybe's no more. No you know, it's either maybe. yes or no. And if it's a yes, let's 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 get it right then and there. Let's we'll lock it in. No, it's subject yeah. to change, though. No, it's subject you, to change. If you hit me with a no, then you just hit me with a no. I'm going to hit you with a thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Move on. Um, right, thank you for your time. We're not responding. Good. The K on it. On my podcast, <laughs> do you not know who I am? <laughs> but y'all, um, y'all know where to hit us. Uh, my boy D-Lo, go ahead, shout out your handle. Oh, shout it's, out. it's the King Osiris. King Osiris. Or if you're trying, you trying to, you know, find my thingy thing, we also under Digital Flower Productions, baby boy. We making music out oh, here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all know our handle. Um, Mad Kid Todd. All Mad Kid Todd. Taylor Aaron hey, 275. I've been getting a lot of random followers. I'm oh, like, really? Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I ain't been Oh, I have. I think I have too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, y'all, it has truly been a night. We Who love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> and peace to the East. Peace. peace. peace.